Now, I imagine you have so many questions. I'm much more forthright than my counterpart, and it's the reason I, let's say, encouraged you to come here today, so we could finally speak face-to-face and get it all out in the open. So are you two like twins, or what's the deal? It's... We have found it difficult for mortals to comprehend, but basically we are not the same being, but we occupy the same physical space in turns. Uh, Lady Hawk. <laughs> no. We no, are. Oh, I saw a Lady Hawk above. <laughs> it just flew right above us. You can tell from the plumage that that is a male hawk. Right. I regret this error. It is a great shame. So, you two share a body, but we have only spoken to Chaos this whole time. We share, yes, perhaps a physical presence in this plane. Right, um, okay. Yes. Wait, uh, uh, all right. It's got to be some way to tell you two apart because this has taken on a real, you know, uh, a real parent trap kind of thing because how do we know we're not speaking to the other when we're speaking to you? We can't. Chaos cannot exist currently in this plane. Perhaps uh, I'm not explaining it clearly. No, I think I got it. Every time we've spoken to chaos has either been in our dreams or in weird sort of uh, alternate plane states. So you're saying that you're this plane's version of you. Wow, this is kind of complicated. So uh, let me start at the beginning. We do not control who is present in existence. It depends on which state Nua is in at any given time. When the world is in flux and things are changing, chaos is summoned to shepherd the shift towards structure. And when things are secure and growing at a steady pace, it falls to me, order, to make sure that there are opportunities for transition. And this has been the cycle for as long as Nua has existed. I raise my hand. Yes. Shouldn't you all switch names? As I said, it is what we have been called and what we most identify with because during times of order, I am present. Okay. Okay, I got you now. I got you now. So if we kill uh, Chaos, what's going to happen to you? Oh, uh, but we are... Hey, sorry. Uh, let's qu- Quick sidebar, and if you could just pretend like you didn't just hear that, that would be rad, 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 rad. Um, we're not talking about killing Chaos. Oh, what? We're the, talking that about the whole thing. No, we're talking about Prince Grey, the demon prince. Right, right, right. Oh, I'm sorry. God. And also, even if we were... Maybe don't say that to the thing that occupies its same form. 
Okay, anyhow, okay, I got this covered, don't worry. <clears throat> he, this dude is a, such a clown. He jokes like that all the time. <laughs> oh, you should have seen your face, Order. Uh-huh. He did not seem like a joke. That's how you know yeah. that he's good at it. The best I jokes. I am amazed with your mendacity and your ability for chicanery. Thank you. Thank you. To be clear, I wasn't threatened. You Oh, okay. You might as well threaten the concept of fear or change or whatever. We are simply the representations and shepherds of a frame of existence. Okay, I think I follow you so far. So you're telling me right now where this world is heading towards a transition, and that's why you have manifest. Well, the problem is I have been in this existence for far too long. Over two centuries at this point. Things have been too chill for too long. Too stagnant, Master Fearbulk. The nature of business has crystallized this world, and the windows and opportunities for change have become smaller and smaller. You see, When things were run by kings and warlords, a fragment of a whisper could start a revolution. But now, all the frustration in Nua isn't enough to overcome the mountains of red tape. And those in power have set up so many obstacles that change of any kind is out of the question. But this is a great success of... A free market capitalist society is the increased stability as markets self-regulate due to the shifting forces of supply and demand. Fitzroy turns invisible while he spouts off neoliberal (laughs) shit so that uh, I'm not in this scene and don't get tweeted at. (laughs) No matter how you feel, about the idea of business, let us focus instead on the current system. Because the current system is all smoke and mirrors to distract us. The cowards play at being villains, and the lazy have stolen the mantle of hero, and they play pretend for the entertainment of the rich and powerful. They help no one and threatened nothing. You yourself have found frustration in the so-called Heroic Oversight Guild. There is nothing heroic about them. They exist to make sure their wealthy benefactors are satisfied. That is all. I raise my hand again. Yes. Should I keep doing? It feels like in the presence of whatever you are, I I should be sort of minding my P's and Q's. Um, So... I kind of agree, and I'm not a fan of, like, this whole way the world operates, but as you said, we are in a kind of orderly state right now, and with order often comes peace, and as sort of uh, difficult and bureaucratic as things are, sometimes I would say the land is somewhat peaceful, demon invasions notwithstanding. Yes, but in that piece, can't you see how few opportunities 
for growth and change there are. What you call peace, I call stagnation. And not only that, in this system, in this peace, there is also restriction and unfairness. You must have felt it. Argo, when the Commodore orchestrated your mother's assassination, was there any possible recourse for you? You against a famous naval hero, a no one in the eyes of the world? What justice could you have gotten? Well, uh, no, I didn't have any options open to me. And what about you, Master Fearbulk? Mm. If your home was threatened with destruction right this moment, do you think a single so-called hero in Nua would lift a finger to help unless they were paid? Perhaps not. I mean, I, we, I would, Argo and I would help, I bet. Right, Argo? Oh, yeah, I'd help Fearbolt. Fitzroy. You mean Fitzroy the villain? Oh, well, I don't really subscribe to labels. Oh, Fitzroy, you more than any should see my point. What chance do you have in this world? You have so much fire in your heart and the true desire to make something of yourself. But in the eyes of this superficial world, you had so little to offer. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I struggle with that. And uh, I'm for sure picking up what you're putting down, Order, but like... I, it's it's hard for me to make that call for everyone. What are you suggesting we do? Because uh, your counterpart has also sort of worked in abstraction this whole time. I would love some, if not guidance, just some explicit sort of uh, statement of your desire. Of course, of, of course. This is why I wanted to speak with you so that I could speak plainly. This system is like a bone that has healed crooked. And the only way to fix it is to break it again. That is why, 50 years ago, Chaos and I began working together to put a drastic plan in motion. It's drastic, but simple, really. If the people want an epic battle between a hero and a villain, that is what we will give them. Now, the villain was easy. Grey is desire incarnate, and what he most desires is conflict. A conversation, a nudge or two in the right direction, and Grey was in place. And we were able to keep that opportunity open for him at the school by simply fanning the flames of cowardice slightly in Higgleness. The real trick was keeping him from starting the war before we were ready. Keeping him in place at the school for 50 years was like... like herding trans-dimensional cats. <laughs> now the hero was harder. The denizens of Nua have lost something. One might call it passion. And they smile at you. Then we found a half-elf who truly desired the things we could offer. Fame, power, influence. These things were ours to give, but he lacked the moral fortitude of a true hero. 
had little skill to rely on, and was far too isolated to be a true leader. Then, a stroke of genius. Why not a team? A passionate half-elf, plus a lonely fearbulg, plus a Genasi sailor in need of a captain, equals one perfect hero. Once more, it took very little guidance. A fearbulg wandering the woods turns left instead of right. For the Genasi, adrift in life, all it took was an ad for a sidekick school for a plan to form. You, Fitzroy, you were a little tougher. You had already started down the path towards what you thought you wanted. It was the wrong path, but you just couldn't see it. So, in order to take away what you thought you wanted, we simply gave you what you needed. The potential for magic was already dormant within you. The desire burned in your heart. All you needed was fuel. Fuel that chaos could provide. Applied in an opportune moment, say, in the middle of a class, and you were on your way to being in the right place at the right time. Great. Great, great, great. I think all three of us can agree Great, great stuff. Great stuff. Great, yeah. So our entire lives have been completely manipulated by you. No, only tiny decisions in the last year or two to make sure you were all where we needed you to be. And where you need us to be is a battlefield waging war against Grey to destroy the sort of artifice of the Heroic Oversight Guild. Is, am, I, am I reading that correctly? Fitzroy, you are thinking far too small. The third part of the plan, well, it begins here, and they gesture towards the portal. I found this weak spot between planes 50 years ago. After slicing the terrain to grant myself access, I began pulling at the edges. Not unlike unraveling a woven textile, weakening the boundary, expanding the portal, and after all this time, it's almost ready. In a few months, the transition will begin. When the last metaphorical thread is pulled, reality will tear, and this plane and the hell plane will merge. Horrors will be unleashed on Nua. A truly epic battle will rage and the destruction will be incalculable. But when the dust settles, you and yours will be triumphant. And with the help of chaos, the planes will be separated once more and you will begin to rebuild not as Sir Fitzroy, Argonaut and the Lonely Fearbulg, but as the Thunder King, the Kraken and the Fearbulg welcomed home. Now, many will die. There it is. Uh-huh. I, I saw this coming. We were waiting for yes. them. How many? How, I mean, rough ballpark. If you know, if you know what the result of this plan will be, you should know an exact number. It's more than you would want to know. <laughs> more than one is actually pretty bad. 
This is like a weird trolley problem. Except I it's thought just... you would say three tops. <laughs> um, that's that's not great order. Yes, but the land soaked with their blood will be fertile fields in which to sow a new society. Oh, wild shit. You Ooh. know this sort of language is challenging. <laughs> But think of the potential for growth and change that could come out of this miasma of chaos. But why do you? Uh, this is the only thing I keep getting hung up on. I, you, you're saying there's too much order in the world, and obviously chaos thinks there's too much order in the world. <sighs> Who, who's standing up for order? I think. I understand. Oh, God. I'm the only one that doesn't. No, no, no. You are tired. Your watch has been long. And now you wish to rest. Hmm. And you are willing to... Move whatever pieces on your board you must to give yourself that rest. I hadn't... I would be lying, actually, if I said I hadn't thought of it that way, but I'd like to think my motivations were slightly more altruistic, but... I am tired. I am tired of having to stand by while I see people taken advantage of by a system that doesn't care if they live or die as long as someone's pockets are lined. I am tired of watching potential wasted because they don't fit the mold of so-called heroes. I'm tired of standing by. There's got to be another way, though, huh? There's got to be another way. If I have learned anything recently, if you need tremendous world-ending things to happen, just wait like 20 minutes. Yeah. Well, okay. Can we stop this in any way? Or Or is the future that you see going to befall us? No matter what. It is the future I am creating. Okay. There's a little wiggle room in there. I appreciate that. Um, uh, You, what, you must understand. I, I, I truly believe that once I brought you here, once I showed you I was here and we could speak, that you, perhaps not the Fearbolg, maybe not Argo, but that you, Fitzroy, would understand what Chaos and I are trying to accomplish here. Oh, I understand completely. You're trying to tear down a system that assigns a value to every living being in this world. And that's wrong. I understand that more than you might think. 
but your solution order assigns a value to a great many number of people, and that number is zero because they're going to die for the future that you want. I, You seem like a very powerful thing, but I do not think that humanity, or I guess because, you know, we're all kinds down here, uh, empathy is your strong suit. No, Fitzroy. What I think you lack is perspective. I have empathy. I understand that sometimes when a wound festers, the only answer is amputation to save the body. You are unwilling to make the sacrifice needed to save this world. Oh, now, wait a minute, wait wait a minute now. All we're doing is expressing our concerns. Nobody said we weren't in favor of this. Yeah, this, this is devil's advocate. We're just talking here. We're, this is what we do. We are Thunderman Incorporated. We look at every problem from a different angle and come up with a solution. I have questions. I, let me ask one question. Is Gray in on this? Does Gray know that this is the ultimate big plan? Gray knows that he gets a war. That's all he's been promised. He is a blunt object. The real, the important, let's say the king on this board is the three of you. You must be left standing at the end of this. Oh, we that's not, that's not even like up for debate. Like when Thunderman rolls in, we're we're gonna absolutely clap Gray's butt cheeks. Our success rate is statistically at least sixty seven percent. So yeah, that's that's that we're looking fine in that department. Um okay. You You speak of perspective. I think for you uh from your position, we must look like the ants. But the thing about the ant is you cannot expect him to help you clean up the picnic when it is ended. He does not understand the picnic is over. He can only see the crumbs in front of him. Hmm. Master Fearbolt, do you support and agree to go along with the plan? I, hmm, I must speak with my associates. Of course. You, you can't lie about this, can you? Hmm. Hmm. No. Interesting. Um, uh, but I do not think I will. Okay. Order, I am sorry you are tired, but it is not worth punishing innocent lives for you to have your rest. 
you know, we can keep giving the hard sell to Fearbulk, so don't, you know, don't hold it against him. We'll, we'll, we'll keep workshopping it, the idea. Um, it's a strong pitch you've made, Order. Um, so, yeah, we'll, so we'll, we'll talk it over with Fearbulk. Maybe we can figure out, like, a compromise, a middle ground or something along those lines. Fitzroy, would you attempt to lie to me? Absolutely, I would not. <laughs> That's a 15 plus 8 deception, 23. Okay, let me contest that. Damn, tricking a god, though. What, <laughs> what kind of stat you need on that? They stare you down and they say, You forget. I have seen through the eyes of chaos inside your mind. I know every dark corner where you would hide. I understand that this will take you some time to accept as an inevitability. And so I hope you understand that until that time, I can't have you in the way. Then we'll just go to our rooms then? And they hold out their hand. And Fitzroy, flex of blue light. I thought you were going to tell me to flex. Mm. And I would, but I, I just bought this shirt. No, flex of blue light. Rays from your skin, and they pull towards Order's hand until none are left. And you realize in that moment that you had grown accustomed to the background perceiving of magic that your magic allowed you to do. And here, next to the portal, it was practically a background hum. But now, it's gone. You dink. And... Is all my magic gone, or just my ability to kind of sense it? You don't know. You've just noticed (laughs) something is different. I mean, I immediately try and cast a spell. I immediately cast... uh, press the digitation. Just like shoot some sparks up. Nothing happens. I will return your magic when you are ready. This war must be won and it must be won in the fashion decided by chaos and I. And I fear You know too much about this portal, and I can't have you threaten it. So if you will excuse me. And you are no longer at the bottom of the God's Guard Chasm. You are back at the surface, at the ground level above it. Or you would be, except it's gone and the ground is sealed over. The entire chasm? Yes. Fuck. We have an aura frame here at our house, and 
we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. 
can we just can we just like table talk a little bit? I've been wanting us to do that more often. Sure. Sure. And not like not in character. I don't want to make any decisions in character, but I do want to make sure that we all have the same understanding of what is happening. Is that fair? Yeah. And if we have any misconceptions, like Travis can kind of I fully support this. You just got a lot of information. Okay. So my conception of this, the way I understand our current scenario, is that Order wants a break. Chaos wants to take over. They are agreed in that front, as 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 near as we can tell. They want to start a war. They bullied, you know, they basically manipulated Gray into also wanting this war. He's a bad person. And so now we are... We have been through their machinations, drawn into this conflict, where we must uh, basically fight against Gray to create chaos. Is that well, is that a fair summation? I mean, the the broader, more abstract idea is that all they want is for the world to change, for the world to transition, and the way that they have devised doing it in a spectacular fashion is a war that will tear the seams between realities. Um, so, like, whether or not we go to war or not doesn't seem like – I mean, that's their plan, and I'm sure that's how they would like things to go. But I imagine a a transformation of some sort will be sufficient. Well, Dad, what's your take on it? For I want to make see where everyone's at. Well, uh, no, I, I think I understand uh, for a change. Um but if you boil it all down, is it because Order is tired of his job? There. Uh, so that was Fearbolg's take on it. Uh, what I, I I attempted to make clear in, in Order's answer is that that is a part of it, but it is more that Order – think of chaos and order as like the physical representations of uh, – like a thermometer, right? A thermometer isn't making it hot or cold, but you can look and see where the thermometer is at to see what the state of being is. Um, so it, it's it's more um, – all three of you make an insight check. Hmm. I thought we were just talking. But we okay. are, but I before I give away a big piece of information, I want you to earn it. Dance for me, monkeys. Uh, 12 plus zero, 12. Uh, Griffin, you just did that in your head. No, I used the website. No, you just added 12 and 0. Oh, yeah. Uh, 19 minus 1, 18. Two. All right, Argo. Outside, more like it. Okay. Argo, uh, you got the impression, as you sit here and think about uh, what the fear bulk said about them wanting a break. And you know what? Argo, have you ever played chess? Is Argo a games player? Um, we played a game, uh, shipboard. Did it uh, involve that, limes? It was called chest, where we <laughs> played on top of a chest uh-huh. that had a bunch of stuff in it. And then what you did was you set these game pieces up on the top of the chest, and then you look at it for a while, and whoever is the fastest to open the chest and send all the pieces flying wins. So no. Okay. But it sounds to me like you have some experience with strategy, perhaps naval battles. Um, you know, you your mothership, the Mariah, was part of uh, a, a fleet uh, once she was a privateer. 
So I think you've had some experience with uh, strategy and and the idea of like a lot of pieces in play at one time. And the way it sounded to you from the way order described the plan was that perhaps more than uh, manipulating as, as Fitzroy and and the Fearbug were feeling, it's more that in the past they haven't taken an active role. They were just kind of gentle, correction-y guides, and now they are being very active in the proceedings. Because right. of how stagnant it has gotten. Because of how stagnant I, it I understand has been. That. <clears throat> it, it's more like their job in the past was the ability to gently guide and you know change little things here and there to make sure the cycle continued. And as they attempted to do that over the past couple of centuries, it wasn't working. Uh, I, I, get, I get that. But what I'm saying is it seems to me that by its very nature, order wants things to be stagnant. So no, the, the opposite. The opposite is true. Order kind no, of no. Shepherd, shepherds the world to change. I think it might be good if we freed ourselves from the notion that these two deities want, individually want anything, right? I mean, it would be, it seems like it is just time according to their their hot take and they are going to do what it takes to shift the balance back. Okay. Like order doesn't have the same sort of human motivations that we would have towards these forces. It's just, it's time. So, I mean, it it feels like if the sun hadn't risen for several years in the sun, if the sun were a person and it was trying to rise, like that is what it, it's not like it needs to or wants to. The moon would want it to rise too because that's just the natural. Right, I got that. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. And I'm what I'm wondering is, it's not a permanent position. These are not eternal forces. They said somebody had been doing it for two hundred years. Somebody did it before them, and somebody hmm. could do it after them. And I would assume hmm. chaos is the same way. Uh, to clarify, the, they have been doing it for as long as Nua has existed, as long as this has been the cycle. The last 200 years, order has been the one physically present in in the world. It's just their um, shift has been the last 200 years. Yes. That's, yeah, that's a but it's only the two of them. They, are, they go back and forth. Um, the sun and the moon is a good way to think of it. I think that that is a... Uh, that one of them's in the sky at any given time, right? Like, right. I think I think that that is a good way to see it. Neither one of them wants to set or rise, but they do have to because it's the only it's just the way things go. Only the moon has been out for two hundred years now, and it's game. It's game fucking old. Um, can we can we like jump cut to an unbroken chain meeting? Yep. Are you guys cool with that? I feel like that I, would be the, the natural sort of I, next step. Or did you I'm fine to? with that. I would like just a, a few minutes of like in character so we can sort of take our individual temperatures before we open the discussion up to a wider group. I would like to know where we all stand, if that's cool by you guys. Sure, of course. Okay, mm-hmm. so how about this, if I may? You, uh, as soon as you return to the school... You alerted the unbroken chain through, you know, your your clandestine uh, machinations that it was time for an update and an emergency meeting. 
And so you have scheduled that for uh, as soon as you can get everyone together. You are estimating about 15 to 20 minutes for everyone to be able to make their way uh, towards their new meeting place, uh, which is Jackal's Balcony, seemingly the only place free of observance and they're a little reluctant to use the HQ as last time they did. They were locked into right. a stone cavern. Not a uh, great HQ. So you find yourself uh, with a brief window to kind of get on the same page together before you have to relay all of this information to the unbroken chain. Okay. Um, um, Argo starts off by relating to the other two what he learned in his insight check. And Travis, why don't you go ahead and re- re- you know, repeat <laughs> right, what right, that right. was so so they get it. I got it, but so that they get it. The explanation that Argo gives is he gets the impression that up until now, they have not taken a direct hand, that they have more made sure that everything has stayed on pace that, you know, think of it like uh, watching a bike chain, right? You don't have to constantly guide the chain. You just make sure it doesn't slip off of the gear. And now it seems that they are actively participating in events, which seems to be uh, outside of their, their normal, their normal habits. So, yeah. So that's the way I see it. (laughs) But imagine I said that in Argo's voice. Right. Like you could. Like you could. Ooh, I guess you could. This is what I cannot understand. What? Why should we do this? What do we care? (sighs) If we don't fight gray, people will die. If we fought gray, people will die. What do we care, the whims of a god? Well, I mean, I've been pretty adamantly not team, not war um, for a bit. Hence the uh, A-S-S-A-S-S-I-N. You just said ass twice. Yes. But if we kill Gray... Then a new villain will rise to take Gray's place. No? <sighs> yes. There will never be a shortage of people that would destroy to raise themselves up. It's. Oh, God. All of a sudden, the war seems so inconsequential. <laughs> Because I think our mission parameters have changed yet again. And now that I'm thinking about it, maybe we do need to keep this between the three of us. Hmm. That will make for an awkward meeting with the unbroken chain. Well, we can tell them some things. But Hmm. we... If we don't do, how do we beat God? Yeah, that's a great question. If we do nothing, it's it's profound to me that chaos and order are manifestations of the ideas of chaos and order, and that they are using some form of agency to change chaos and order in the world. It doesn't seem that seems like 
just heat making itself hotter or or uh, water making itself wetter but they're just going to get more involved the longer this world doesn't change but there has to be some reason they got us involved there has to be i mean why go through all this if they have the power to just say okay boom it's changed that they, they have to have agents that they're using they don't have that power. The reason, Argo, that they chose us is because we we would win. If we went up against Grey and we had our army and they had their army, we would do some... I would find the Sword of Legend and the two of you would die valiantly, sacrificing Whoa. yourselves to get no. me to the finish line as I buried the blade yeah. in the demon's chest. I do chest. not care oh, for this so plan if we are vote, taking a But vote. yeah, the Stormbringer okay. and the... the the Kraken. You know, I had this dream. Yeah. So they they showed me this dream where I was this super powerful admiral and I was in charge of a fleet and and the, the consequence of, of my action wiped out a boat full of, you know, people. Listen, I'm just going to say it. We're all dancing around it. I don't give a flying shit about being a big... I'm Kraken guy if it means a whole bunch of people are going to die. It's, um, I'm sorry. I'm taking the micro view instead of the macro view. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in favor of it. I think it's, it's wrong. And I don't give a, a shit about being this the language, Kraken though. thing. Sorry. I don't the give language. a poop. The poop doesn't seem to have it's, the same It's impact. just where we agree. You're getting very hyphy. We we agree. But it sounds, what choice do we have? We have one choice. If we refuse, then they will find another hero. If we kill Grey, they will find another villain. This cycle huh, will continue no matter what we do. What they demand is change on a truly massive scale. If we want the hmm, violence, the threat of war, all of it to be extinguished, we must provide that change in a peaceful way. Professional sports. No. Profession. No. No. Okay. Thought I had some no. for a minute. Oh, it's boy. We. I think. This pains me greatly to say. But perhaps it is truer to my nature. But we must. Destroy the economy. Yes, it's something along those lines. <laughs> we, mu we must destroy capitalism and instill a form of socialist, socialist change. Yeah, I mean, I'm all, uh, I'm all about that. It, it doesn't. This is what we will do. I, on my very first day at this school, I tried to learn accounting, and I wished that math would be destroyed. And now. 
I have realized I should have listened to my instincts all along. Uh, hey, I just wanted to jump in before anybody tweets at me. This wasn't my plan. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh, Travis created all of graduation. There's a <laughs> fucking capitalism. There's a, dra- a golden dragon named capitalism. Mm-hmm. We have to go and kill it. Um, there is no embodiment well, of the system that we can bury a dagger in. Not a dagger. We must destroy the system itself. That is how we prevent the war. We dismantle the system. Yeah. Uh, We begin with the Heroic Oversight Guild. And once it has been dismantled, we move on to the next. I think... And I look around. This is a completely secure space, right? Yes. I think we might be standing in what comes next. Yes. This will be the second home that I have lost. But but perhaps it will prevent all others from losing their home as well. But what is it? Are we... Argo, you're... You're being very quiet right now. Do you... No, I'm just, I'm just thinking about uh, what I can do to disrupt the economy. And I'm, well, we, we're sort of talking about in subtle ways. No, Des- no, no. Destroy. I, yeah, <laughs> okay. but we don't. I don't know about. But to, we have to take concrete action. I got a couple ideas, but I, you know, you're talking a long game here. This is not something that you know that I think we can. That we can just, you know, do in a... How long do we have? 30 days? How long do we have? You have about four months at this point. Oh, plenty of time to destroy the economy. We got it. Um, We got it. Listen, I think it makes sense. It is certainly more appealing to me than a large-scale battle. We replace the system with something that treasures all above coin. I am a fearbulg. I have no use for money, and I forgot this. When Alter spoke against this system, my heart was pained. But I have forgotten my nature. We have all forgotten our nature. You, Fitzroy, are not a climber. You are not someone who needs advancement to prove your worth. Not anymore. No, Fitzroy, you're a wild boy. (laughs) You're a wild boy who can change everything with your magic you cannot control. I don't have it anymore. If they wish incredible change, then they will find it in a wild boy and a fearbook that has no use for money and a pirate that seems to only want vengeance. Oh, I forgot I was a pirate. That's a good point. Yes, who better to replace order? I, Holy moly. I hope you don't... I hope you are not offended by this, Master Fearbolg, but I talked to the board, and we are going to just kind of scooch you over away from the CFO position 
into something more along the lines of HR. Just for just as a sort of just to see if it's a more comfortable shoe for your considerably. When our work is done, there will be no F. Yeah, that's sort of. <laughs> but hopefully, there will be a lot of HRs. Ah, uh, we can't tell the unbroken chain. We can't tell anyone. No, we have been manipulated to this point. Now we shall be the ones pulling the strings. May I make a wild and crazy suggestion? This is the watchword today, my friend. (laughs) We're talking about so far. One, blowing up the guild. Two, blowing up the school. So... Three, blowing up the economy. Yeah, top that. Okay, then we need... It's going to be really tough for just the three of us to do it. But I know somebody who might be able to give us an aid. I do too, and if we're thinking about the same person, that's going to be really cool, and if it's not... I doubt it, because you and I have never had the same idea. Well, let's just do it on the count of three, and then we'll say one, two, three, and then say it after three. Okay. One, two, three. Prince Grey. There! I'll be damned. I'll be damned. Hey, you want to sow chaos? You want to tear stuff up? You want to mess up systems? Get a bunch of demons to do it with you. There'll still be chaos. He'll get what he wants. But more than that, we have a pretty significant bargaining chip that we can finally, finally leverage against that big, big douche. What's this? He's going to lose. Let's report to the principal's office. Org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.